1: Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve.
0: And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 4 of season 3 of Channel Zero's Butcher's Block. This one, oh my god, it wasn't to the same level as last episode, but this was messed up too. (laughs) It had a lot of weird things. Yes.
1: And this episode was written by Angela LaManna, Justin Boyd, and Nick Ancaska. And was directed by Arkasha Stevenson, who has directed every episode of this season. Ah. And she is doing a fantastic job.
0: It has been so good. I am loving it.
1: Yes. Now, episode three brought in a 0.09 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.282 million viewers, making it the 119th overall cable show. Where's our numbers? Oh, my gosh. I don't need them. I think sci-fi might have um, messed up in having this on in April instead of waiting until August or September or October.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I really like it. And then I think we're going to get the other one possibly this year. Right. That may be why, but that means, holy crap, what does it mean exactly? How much creepier is it going to be then? Yeah. This one's pretty messed up, though.
1: Yes, episode four, Alice in Slaughterland. (laughs) Alice confronts her own incipient madness while Zoe eats with the peaches.
0: Okay, Zoe. Although we had interesting things happen because we had flashbacks. Yes. So it's like, okay, we get some of what was leading up to this finally.
1: Right, because Alice and Zoe are walking home from the store. They pass by a neighbor who's working on his flowers. Nestor says hi to them. Alice says hi. And he replies, and it sure sounded like he said, I love you. I couldn't ever verify that.
0: See, I didn't he think said, he said that. I just think she's like, hi, the flowers look great. Right. I thought he said just, thank you, I'm trying, or something. But now that you say that, and I'm going to have to rewatch it <laughs> with, like, closed caption on or something.
1: Right, yes. And, of course, this immediately freaks Zoe out, and she pulls Alice away and tells her they need to go now.
0: Which was weird, because if he said what you thought he said, I can see her freaking out. Right. But Otherwise, if, it's like, why are you freaking out, Zoe? That's what, Yeah, because that's why I'm like, that's kind of a weird reaction. Okay.
1: Right. So... Not sure. Maybe I'm hearing what Zoe thought she heard.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Do you have a weird little Zoe in your head? Oh, my yeah. gosh, Steve, no. That was creepy. But then as Alice goes through the door into her house, she enters a door into the field that was the right. top of the step.
1: Yes, the same field that we had previously seen Zoe in. when she oh, described I forgot. All the flies that came and cured her.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. The bugs. Yeah. yeah. Although there is a really awesome house way off in the distance.
1: Yes, a very huge mansion.
0: Yes, and as she's trying to make her way there, we had some weird crap popping up in the field to see her.
1: Oh, absolutely, cuz the first thing she passes and you kind of hear it but you don't see it until it peeks over the flowers and it's her father time or
0: but it's a weird giant head puppet-looking thing.
1: Right, yes. It looks completely different than it does in the previous episode that mm-hmm. chased her in the hospital. So I'm not sure if it's, depending but, on what plane you're on, it takes a different form,
0: maybe. But she did have, like, a flashback to the other weird big cheek thing. And they did, like, weird big cheeks on this thing, too.
1: Right. But so. it didn't seem quite... Didn't travel on its <laughs> upside yeah. down? or uh, No,
0: it seemed very tall. It was in shorts, weird knobby knees, like super yes, skinny. Like real tall, elongated. Guy,
1: super skinny, yeah. yeah, with really long arms.
0: Yeah, so it, of course it just had to be weird anyway. But then back down on our plane, let's leave it at that, we have right. Luke pulling up to Louise's house. Park Scar, it's like, all right. He's staring off into space, and she comes out on the porch, and is like, what's up? Kind of, well, I got a dude in the back. Not just a dude. I have a dead Robert Peach in the back. And she's like, this isn't what I meant when I said bring him over here. Yeah. She's like, what are you going to do? It's like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? All right, dude. I did not shoot the guy. You're the cop. Yeah. <laughs> you got a whole bunch of dirt on him, so I don't see this being an issue, but... What the hell? Why are you at my house?
1: Yeah, what's this we chemo sobby?
0: Right, I'd be like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. But he's like, are you helping me or not? She's like, fine. So I still am kind of confused. I mean, I guess there's still enough people close enough. Like, let's get the dead body inside because they go put it down in her uh Basement Yeah, I was with gonna her say derby
1: room. Yeah,
0: yeah, let's say tax derby room, but. And then they're out there with garbage bags over their clothes, yeah. <laughs> scrubbing the back, which was kind of cracking me up. I'm like, yeah, because that doesn't look weird. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you should have just thrown the body to the side and, like, scrubbed it down. If you're wearing garbage bags, maybe nobody's going to notice. Right. Unless people just thought, oh, you're helping him clean up puke. Who knows? But but I love it because he's like, aren't you already in this shit? And did you yeah. want answers? Yeah, so... How am I getting answers from a dead guy?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Excuse me? Yeah.
1: You're not helping.
0: Right. And then I was waiting for her to be like, he's immortal or something. Like, right. say something. And like, their conversation never went there.
1: No. And I was a little surprised at that, too, because you would think that, especially after what happens a little later on, that they would at least have that conversation. But Right. You
0: know. Maybe we should have a chat.
1: Yeah. What exactly <laughs> are we dealing with here? We know it's been 130 years, so, uh, <laughs> or he would be that old by now, so it's been at least 60.
0: That he's a little off his rocker. Yeah. We know that much.
1: Yeah. And speaking of off the rocker, Alice is back in the field, and she's not getting any closer to the house. She starts running. Still not getting any closer.
0: No, it gets further away. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel when I run. I'm like, I'm never getting there.
1: And, of course, she gets frustrated and starts hitting the plants. And out of nowhere, Joseph is there.
0: Just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Little umbrella. And a drink. Yeah. And a (laughs) basket.
1: Yeah. Stop running around like a crazy rabbit.
0: Like, what? What are you talking about? I love it now. It's like, I was wondering when you were going to show up.
1: Yeah. It had to be sooner or later.
0: Yeah. But she seemed a little ticked. I'm not surprised. Yes. And, you know, as she moves closer to talk to him and he's just like, yeah, it's a summer house. We're the top of the food chain. Yeah. And uh, she kind of looks down like she has that. Oh, my God. This dude is crazy. Look on his face. And then she sees something in the ground. It looks like yeah. a heart or skin or something weird moving yeah. slightly.
1: Beating it looked like Yeah.
0: And he's like, Yeah. I had high hopes for this this crop. And oh what was it? It's was custom. This this yeah. is custom plants and
1: Custom made by request.
0: Yeah. And the landlord's a bit of a prick. It's like okay. Because yeah. that's not the first time that they mention the landlord. No. So I wonder if we're going to get something soon. Oh, yeah. Or if that's what that weird, like, Cenobite thing is.
1: Mm, could be. Hmm. Or the, um, uh, bullhead. Oh, yeah. So, we shall see. And, of course, he pulls the flower out of the ground, and its roots are a pair of hands.
0: I'm <laughs> Like, what the hell are we looking at? Yeah, I had high hopes for this. And it's like... Are you kidding me? Because, like, after all is said and done, then, we see him, like, take a bite of the finger. Right. I'm like, what am I looking at?
1: Cannibals, at least. I, we don't know what this else. this is
0: so weird.
1: Yes, it is. And, of course, Alice tells him she just wants to find her sister and take her home. And she wants to know where she is. And, of course, he tells her she's at the house. And <laughs> Alice goes, well, I can't get there. Can you take me? He goes, no you got to get there all by yourself, and it's further than you think.
0: Yeah, this just seems weird after he invited her up and said she's welcome. It's like... Right. So you're not going to help her?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, we got to play a game. Right. So she just says, fine, stomps off, and heads towards the house again.
0: Well, we'll see if she gets there. But let's go yeah. to the house, because we have Zoe chilling out at a table, all made up in... I guess, 50s, 60s garb. Yep. And Evie comes down, talking about how tired she is and how the house is so much bigger and she's sorry she's late. And she decides to move her place setting and chair real close to Zoe. It's like, why are you getting so chummy?
1: Yeah, that's... I guess it's somebody closer to her age because really all she's I guess she's got is, and far, as far as other females go is Joseph's wife, and, and grandma.
0: Yeah. And she's the only one that wasn't an actual peach. Right. Now, again, we get a little bit of a, tar, you know, Doctor Who Tardis reference.
1: Yes, we do.
0: When when Edie's like, oh, the house is a lot bigger than it looks on the outside. It's like,
1: yay.
0: <laughs> for those Whovians out there.
1: Yes. Thank you very much, Nick, for that.
0: <laughs> and so we keep staring at, well, I don't know, the bones sitting there? Yeah. And Edie's like, I can tell you're hungry. I can hear your stomach. And then she's like, oh, but for me, I can't sleep on a full stomach. So lunch is the best because I can just eat, 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 and then feel better and sleep all night. No nightmares. No nightmares. Yeah. What was that about?
1: Yeah. That was uh, something I noticed, too. And I think that is probably very key to... What is going on with them? hmm And I think, like Edie said, you eat dinner and get full and then go to bed. Well, what you ate is going to come back and haunt you.
0: Oh, well, I mean, there's always a, a chance of heartburn, but yeah. normally I don't get nightmares about what I ate.
1: No, but there is still, I believe, a component of human in them, and they're just eating more of human, so... That might cause a little bit of, uh shall we say... Food fight? Uncomfortableness. Because <laughs> we see it on Zoe.
0: Yeah.
1: She just cannot make herself eat any of the food knowing that it's human.
0: So she obviously did not eat the food that Edie had brought her. No. I thought she may have.
1: Yeah, no. I I thought she might have too, but no, she didn't.
0: And then... Apparently, her stomach's grumbling, which I did not hear at this time.
1: No, not as loud as we did in the hospital.
0: Yeah. We have Avelina? Avelina? Yeah. I'm like, not sure how to pronounce her name. Ask where Robert is, because he's been downstairs since yesterday. It's not like him to miss lunch. And the older brother, who was super pissed that we were talking about, Robert. Aldous. Aldous, sorry. I'm trying to trying to read it. I can't pronounce it. He's like, well, he's up to no good. You know him. He's not careful. Kind of a jackass. And he's mad because apparently Robert's the favorite. Why is yes. the crazy one the favorite? And he's not the oldest. But the mom is like, well, you know him. And you, you need to be worried about him because it's your brother. And eldest yeah. is like, but do you know him, mother? Do you even imagine the crazy stuff he does? Right. <laughs> maybe you don't know. And maybe he's up to bad things. Yeah. I love it because she's like, oh, you're being petty. Yeah. This, is this what, like, it's like in kind of, like, richer, up, like, southern families? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Cause, I think we're getting a 40s version of Dynasty here.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because he was just, he was eating angrily. It was everything. Especially, yeah. you know, the butler brings out lunch and everyone's like, oh, yay, food. Grandma's over there looking like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Al just is reading, or Al did. Dang it, I can't say his name. I'll call him Al. He's eating angrily. Mom's not talking. We have Zoe just kind of looking at the food, and Edie's like, yeah, food, I need more. Yeah. It's like, okay, guys, this is the most uncomfortable lunch I've ever sat through, and I'm not there.
1: Right. So. But we cut back to <laughs> Luis's house, where they've got Robert lying in the floor of the taxidermy room. And they're still outside, heading back to the house. And, of course, Luis wants to know what he plans on doing with the body. He's still trying to figure that out. Well, she tells him, <laughs> you better figure it out fast, because there's a dead peach in my basement, and I'm not going to keep it.
0: Yeah, it ain't going to keep. It's like, but And, oh, guess what? Robert ain't so dead. I knew that it wasn't, I was hoping, because he looked so shocked. But you you called that last episode anyway. (laughs) But it's like, okay, he's kind of twitchy. What's going to happen? Maybe he's not fully recovered? Is he going to be crazy? I don't know.
1: Right. But his eyes open,
0: Which was freaky. Yeah. Let's go back upstairs, shall we? Back to lunch. (laughs) Because Edie is just telling Zoe everything. Right. And she's like, Mama Peach loved Robert so much, and it bothers Al, and Robert's the best peach of them all. He saved me, you know, from the secretarial pool at a company in Georgia. That's where I'm from. And I swear, you, you see Zoe like, are you serious? And the butler's serving the food, and like I said, Grandma's over there super happy and clapping. Right. Zoe's just kind of staring at her piece of ham. We're just going to say it's ham. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is a rump. But whatever. <laughs> and Edie's just going on. I'd follow Robert anywhere. And she's like, oh, can I have meat? It's like Easter every day. It's like, this woman has no focus. Right. Zero focus. And... Yeah, of course, it may <laughs> be because she's pregnant, too. I don't know. Pregnancy brain? Maybe. I've been maybe. told repeatedly by all the girls at work that it's real. Yeah. <laughs> and... I mean, she's just going on, and she's like, he said he'd make me a Georgia peach. Ha, 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 Georgia peach. And Zoe's just, like, staring at me, and Zoe's like, eat it, eat it. (laughs) And I thought Zoe was going to cut Edie. I really did. Right. Because she's just like, if this woman doesn't shut the hell up next to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard enough to fight the urge to eat, but then to have her in my ear, Not a good thing. No.
0: Let's go back downstairs.
1: Yeah. Luke and Louise discover that the body is now missing.
0: It's like, oh, crap. Oh, crap.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Louise goes, well, at least he couldn't have gotten far in his condition. Yeah. Okay. Luke says, yeah, his condition was dead.
0: And then it was weird because all of a sudden we see this half-ass boarded up area. Right. And Luke's like, what's that? And I feel like the fact that they're pointing this out is significant, but, you know, they screwed us up on some of these previously. Yeah. Especially when she's like, oh, this was like built by old bootleggers, so it's tunnels, but they're all boarded up. It's like, that doesn't really look boarded up. It looks like you put like a really craptastic, like three boards over it. It's like you can still go through, basically. Right. Especially
1: um, Smart Mouth can get through it.
0: Yes. Oh, great. I didn't even think about that, though, until you said it. Yeah. Now Creepy McCreeperson's going to be coming through there.
1: Yeah, gnawing his way through those boards. Right. Like a beaver. Creepy (laughs) little sharp teeth. And, of course, they hear a noise and... (laughs)
0: Okay, what exactly happened? Because it was almost comical. Because there's, like, a, a sheet or something hanging up. Right. And Luis goes to grab it. And then you hear, like, a yell. And then you hear... You see Robert, and you see Luke, and are like, what exactly just happened here? Well, just as she was about
1: to touch the sheet, it grabs her hand. Okay. And, of course, she screams. Now, Luke's in another room, but apparently Robert isn't completely healed because Luis was able to knock him back down onto the floor.
0: Okay, and that's when Luke comes up with the shovel. Right. Okay, because for some reason, I just felt like... Somehow, Luke got on one side of the sheet, Luis was on the other, and Robert, like, jumped out of the side or something, because it just (laughs) all seemed to happen so fast. Right. Like, what what am I looking at? Oh, but the shovel going into Robert multiple times as Luke is screaming, stay dead. Yeah. I don't think that's going to work.
1: Not likely.
0: No. We
1: go back to the field where Alice is determined she's going to get to the house, and she's Walking and walking and walking, and of course, when she stops, she sees someone in the distance in front of her. Who could it be?
0: Yes. And this was, I guess, a farmhand of sorts, but Mr. Julian Richings, who has played Death, who played Death on Supernatural, sorry. He played our demon in a recent episode of Magicians. That helped be the cancer eater, and he's been in so many different things, but... Again, I'm like, yes, he is back, and it's great. I don't know why this makes me so happy, but just having him pop up on another sci-fi show, it just, it does really make me happy. So, sorry, go ahead. Right. And it's always so weird, though, actually hearing him 100% English accent.
1: Right, because, of course, he stops what he's doing and sees that she's standing next to him and says, well, you're new here. Yeah, but she's not staying, and... He replies with, good, because the landlord is a bit of a prick.
0: Yeah. Okay. That was number two. I believe it comes up a third time. Yes. So, it it was weird.
1: Yeah, and it gets even weirder because he tells her that she brought someone else with her, a secret companion.
0: Right. And she's like, no, I didn't. I'm looking for my sister. He's like, "Hmm." Right. (laughs) Are you sure?
1: Yeah. And then we get the riddles.
0: I didn't under, I mean, I got the riddles right away, but I didn't understand why he was doing the riddles at first. Right. And the,
1: yeah. like, did you get them right away? Oh, yeah. I knew the first one was a window, but why is, like you said, why would he be at, I guess he was testing to see if she was still sane enough to figure out a riddle.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: That, and allow her to move forward. I don't know. Yeah. That,
0: Cause he's like, do you want my help or not? It's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, what, what what are you helping?
1: But, of course, we find out later exactly what it was. So maybe if she would have set a window, we would have been able to avoid some of this.
0: Oh, maybe. Like it would have just jumped right to it.
1: Right, because, of course, she has a flashback where Zoe is standing in front of a window fan as apparently the nights where they're living is uh ungodly hot because it doesn't get any cooler. Ah, humidity. And Yeah, Zoe asks Alice if she feels safe, and Alice goes, yeah, why? And then Zoe goes bonkers again. Apparently all the bugs in the window triggered something. Well, they're gross. Yeah, but...
0: Yeah, but as that's happening, you know, we go back to the field, and Alice is, like, coming out of the, the memory, and he keeps saying window several times and i'm like window to your soul what's he going with this
1: right
0: and he just kind of gets back to work and then we see well we see like the weird head thing kind of pop up look at her and go back into the field yeah but she just hears a sound she turns around and it kind of flashes to all the weird little versions of this creepy thing in her head right and she's like i need to get to the house can you help me and then he goes with another riddle yeah and it took a minute, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's door. And she's like, You're crazy and you're a waste of time. And then yeah. we see the shadow pass by our field hand. Yeah. And it's like, oh crap. What does what's gonna happen?
1: Exactly. Back to Luis's basement, and we have Luke grabbing Robert's hands and pulling them over his head and holds them down.
0: As they're twitching.
1: Yes. <laughs> Luis says Let me make sure he stays dead as she walks up with this.
0: What was that?
1: (laughs) I actually think that's probably one of her tools for taxidermy. That's a hella big tool. No joke, but some of them animals are hella big. That's true. (laughs) And Yeah, I could have probably thought of other ways to take the head off the body, but that wouldn't work. Eventually, yeah, it's true. She goes to cutting away,
0: and yeah, he's twitching.
1: Yeah,
0: and then back in the field. Oh, big surprise! So, this was back and forth like from basement to field to basement to field. So, it's yeah, like, right, it's like, what you know, I feel like there should be way more meaning to this, but because right. it's so messed up, it was really hard to like do that. But anyway, we see rabbits, it's like, oh, look at crazy rabbits eating. Like, the greens from the weird hand plants. And it's like, okay, what the hell is that? All of a sudden, it's a memory. Because it's like a flash to a kid with, like, rabbit ears or something. Yes. And apparently, Zoe's outside screaming at Nestor next door because she's, like, completely lost her shit. Yeah. Screaming how... What was it? Uh, this
1: guy is a creep. He's watching
0: the... us because he planted the flowers so they're facing us. It's like, right. He planted flowers along his fence line. And, you know, Alice is like trying to get to her sister. And she's like, I can help her. I'm her sister. And Zoe's screaming that he doesn't, she doesn't know who Alice is. Right. And I was like, oh no, is this when it all hit? Like, really right. hit. And poor Alice has to see this and not just. Alice, it's like, oh my god, the entire world basically Neither is watching the,
1: like, yeah. us.
0: Yeah. I felt so bad for her right here because it's like you're not just dealing with a tragedy of a psychotic break. Like everybody's looking and judging and right. Oh feeling sorry for you. It's like, oh my god, my sister doesn't know me. They're dragging her away. There's multiple cops here, and now everybody knows that this happened. Right. So she's got the medical and social stigma happening right now, and she's, like, going to lose it. Yeah. But then she pops back into the field. It's like, okay, thanks for that background, but good God. And then there's humming. And I'm thinking this is a weird thing in her head.
1: Right. So did I.
0: But no. No. It's Izzy. Izzy pops up with whatever covered her.
1: Right. That white paste that whatever it was was putting all over her.
0: But then she looks past Alice and sees the giant big head creepy Alice thing. Her psychosis. Right. Run. Now, Alice doesn't see it yet because she's yelling and chasing after Izzy. Right. Now, if you see a kid physically looking past you. Yeah, you would
1: turn around and say, what are you looking at? No.
0: Apparently not Alice. So off she pops. She's chasing Izzy yelling. And then we're back in the basement.
1: and we see a bowling ball rolling by as Luke zips up the bag and joins Luis on the couch.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, what's in the bag? I probably don't want to ask.
1: Yeah, no, you don't want to ask. And they have a little bit of a discussion about whether or not Luke can trust his father.
0: I don't think so, but...
1: No, I wouldn't have trusted him either, but that's really Luke's only option.
0: I think they could have just buried the body, dragged it down yeah. somewhere into those, uh, bootlegger tunnels and left it.
1: Yep. I tend to agree with you there, but Luke is convinced that maybe this will change his dad, but we'll see. So
0: I think he just really wants to know his dad's a good person. Right. And unfortunately, that just may not be the case.
1: Yeah. Just might not be. We're back up top where. Dessert is being
0: served. At first, I'm like, oh, okay, dessert. This will be normal. No. No.
1: Kidney parfait and ear wafer.
0: It's like, I felt like it was, uh, what was it, the Indiana Jones thing? Right. Oh, soup. Ah! It's like dessert. (laughs) Chilled monkey brains. Jeez, could I just have, like, a piece of fruit? Yeah. Because she was looking at those figs, like, maybe I'll just eat a, a fig. I'll be all Right.
1: Right. And the sweat is just beating up on Zoe's forehead something fierce. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Edie grabs the ear off her uh, parfait glass and kind of waves it in Zoe's face. And Zoe grabs her hand and takes the ear and starts moving it toward her mouth.
0: And she just can't do
1: it. No. And, of course, we still are having... The discussion between Aldous and Evelina about Robert, and of course Edie has to pipe up that he's a pirate and he's off on another one of his adventures. He'll come back like he does always with a story and a smile.
0: Yeah, what's what do you mean he's a pirate? Are we trying to come back to season one? Yeah. <laughs> Cause those yeah, are know. creepy ass pirates. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and again about rent almost due. And doesn't he say here too the landlord's a prick? Yes. So that's the third time. It's like, what does that mean? Who's the landlord? Yeah. What's going on?
1: There's got to be something worse than them. I'm not sure I want to know.
0: I'm like, they just keep saying it. It's got to be something, right? Right. But then he gets mad because he gets up and leaves.
1: Yes. And then Zoe uh, Edie tells Zoe that if she doesn't get enough protein, her body will just eat itself.
0: Huh. I read that in Reader's Digest. Interesting because yeah. I don't even think they've published that for a really long time, but no, they still
1: publish it. Oh, believe do it or they? That. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they still still publish it, but once again, Zoe <laughs> cannot force herself to do it.
0: No, even w- when she's going on about it happens to vegetarians all the time. First, it's your heart, and then your brain, and then your spine. Maybe in a different order. Yeah, <laughs> your heart gives out. Nothing's happening. Just saying.
1: Right. So Edie takes her parfait, and Zoe slides the plate towards. <laughs>
0: It's like, eat it, weirdo.
1: Yeah. Luke goes home, walks in. We do see Louise in another car waiting outside. Fortunately, they've gotten rid of their garbage bags and have at least cleaned up.
0: Now, do you think she just followed him without him knowing?
1: I think so. Okay. I really do. Of course, Luke's dad is surprised to see him. Luke. Puts the bag on the table and tells his father he might want to hold off on dinner.
0: Yeah. And, you know, his dad's like, ha ha, when did you start bowling? And he's like, Dad. He's, like, trying to be serious and unzips the bag. And dad looks, sees Robert, and then, I don't know, mutters, you damn idiot. Yeah. He doesn't
1: mutter it. He says it. You damn idiot. Which Luke goes, what?
0: It's like, what the hell?
1: Yeah, not the reaction he was hoping to get, that's for sure. And, of course, his dad goes, well, where's the rest of it? So they go out to Luke's police car, and he opens the trunk and shows him the rest of the body.
0: At this point, I'm like, oh, God, you can't trust him.
1: No, not at all. Tosses the bag back in the trunk, and his dad says, how could you be so stupid? And Luke goes, well, whose side are you on? And his dad doesn't say anything.
0: Which, red flag, red flag.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Warning, Will Robinson.
0: Yeah, like nothing, just like, you're an idiot. And so then we cut away from there, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, go back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but no, Alice is still looking for Lizzie, and she runs back into the uh ranch hand again.
0: It was spouting off another, another one. Riddle. Yeah. Yeah. Although this was the same same riddle. Well, same no. answer, different riddle.
1: Right. Cause Alice does reply with, I'm a door. And sure enough, she turns around and there's three doors there.
0: Oh, yay. Finally. I
1: know the keywords. Windows, doors.
0: Train to get me there. I don't know. Something.
1: <laughs> home. Get me home. Right. So, of course, she goes to the one on the left and opens it up and sees the park's playground below. She closes it
0: and moves to the middle one. Which was just she, oh, weird nothingness.
1: Yeah, it was just like black space. glob of something. Closes that. I think the landlord lives in that door.
0: Oh, maybe we don't go there. Yeah, I hear he's so a prick. Moves,
1: <laughs> yeah. She moves on to the third door, opens it, and we see two fly statues on each side of a stairway. Is that what that through. was?
0: Yes, I thought they were flies. spiders or something. I couldn't quite <laughs> tell. It was weird looking. No. Um, yeah,
1: I think they were flies.
0: Okay. Because I was creeping out of it, I was like, I don't know what that is, but that's weird,
1: yeah, so we're back with Luke and his dad, they're driving, and he finally begins to tell Luke about the peaches
0: about type,
1: yeah, basically, he made a deal with Joseph to uh, allow him to clean up the force and help the community as long as he left Butcher's block to them.
0: yeah, don't go looking for the people who go missing, just don't bother it's like what? Yeah. Especially when he was like, "There were people I wanted off the street anyway. What the hell? Because yeah. there's kids that live in there.
1: Yeah. Not everybody was bad. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there were some bad people, but not all of them. <sighs> so, of course, he tells it, Luke that he did it for him and his brothers. And maybe one day when you're deputy chief, he'll come to you with an offer to make a deal so you can do some good. And maybe you'll be a better man than I was. Luke <laughs> goes, oh, yeah, I will be. I'm not like you.
0: And yeah, I'm like, oh, this whole thing isn't looking good. You're too trusting, Luke. Yes. I mean, I get it, it's your dad, but oh, no. no, 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 no,
1: Yeah, not heading in a good direction at all.
0: No. And then, speaking of not heading in a good direction. Yeah. <laughs> we're back upstairs with Alice walking up some very large stairs into almost a museum-looking area. Right. And then you see a hand come around the wall and that big giant head peek around, which it's just like a paper mache puppet head. That thing was creepy right. because it was just giant. Yeah. And everything we've and seen. Out of yeah. And the big cheeks and the long, you know, long arms and legs. And I'm like, I would have been running too. She took off running and she stops and looks back. I'd have been like trying every door, like throwing furniture in front of it, something. Yeah, And then I thought the whole thing was, okay, she's holding the door closed, there's curtains. Oh, the first answer was window, so maybe she has to go through a window. Right. Which I'm guessing is what she probably thought at this point, because she's looking and there's no windows. No. There ain't nothing there.
1: Walls everywhere.
0: And it's just like the weird big-headed face of hers trying to get in the door. Right. Oh, it's creepy. And then... We go to the house, and poor Zoe is still dealing with stuff. Zoe's holding up pretty well, surprisingly, until weird shit happens now.
1: Right, because you've got her uh, pocket knife in her hands. As we hear a woman say, girl, have the marrow. And you see the finger bounce onto the table and stop in front of
0: her. I'm assuming that was supposed to be the mom or the grandma that threw it at her. I think so. Because so. then you hear Zoe, um, I'm sorry, Edie talk Edie, to Zoe. Yeah. She's like, it doesn't look like much, but it smells good. And it's <laughs> like, okay, Edie, are you the one who's just supposed to like reel them in?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I think the guys get them up there and then it's Edie's job to actually finish the conversion.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Because she almost takes a bite and then she kind of dry heaves. Right. And then, yeah. I was like, "Oh my God, Zoe, what are you doing?" And at this point, Edie was doing doing exactly what I was doing. What are you doing, girl? Right. And she
1: raises her skirt up, and you see not only one but several cuts, large cuts yeah. on her legs.
0: Yeah. And again, Edie, just like the fandom, like, "What are you doing?" And she cuts a chunk out. Yep. I think that was something that Edie would have never thought of. And exactly when she sees this. I think she's finally slightly horrified about stuff that has happened now.
1: Probably. Because, yeah, it was something she never, ever considered. And so it's like, why would this girl even consider that? Right.
0: Because she doesn't want to eat people. Right. You go back to you the go, other place.
1: Yeah, back to Alice. And she keeps checking the curtains. There's no windows. She basically... Curls up in the fetal position at the back of the room, and the door comes crashing in, and it starts heading at Alice.
0: It was just so creepy,
1: yeah, it reaches out and touches alice's hair
0: and it it was saying Alice, but it sounded so weird and creepy, and it took like yes. a long time to say the name, yes, and then you have a flashback because why not screw with all of us right now?
1: yeah. And we see Zoe blowing smoke at Alice in the car. Then there's a massive amount of flashes of her mother, a red door down a white hall, Zoe with the knife, and it just is bam, 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 bam. Yes. And you go, how could anybody keep up with all that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And as she's, like, freaking out, all of a sudden... Like the thing isn't touching her anymore, but now it's bleeding and it falls to the floor. Yep. And Joseph Peach standing there with a the big knife, it's like, what? I. Yeah. What is happening? How is this thing like, <laughs> bleeding from the face? And it's not a face. You stuck it in the back. <laughs> yeah. It's not a face. What's going on? Let's go back downstairs though.
1: Yeah. Luke is digging a very large hole in the ground near a power line as his father watches from the car.
0: I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. No,
1: this is not good. Fortunately, Louise has followed them and is also watching from her car.
0: Oh, man. Because Luke, 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 I don't know. Because he's still talking to his dad. It's like, dude, he's not getting his hands dirty. Yeah. This should worry you. Yes, it should. A lot. Tosses the
1: body in the bag into the grave. Asks his dad if he's all right. Why, I don't know.
0: Right. He's like, oh, yeah, just my stomach. It's like, oh.
1: Yeah. Uh What's that mean? So Luke starts filling the hole up, and his dad comes up wanting to help him finish up.
0: I would have buried the head separate, by the way. Yeah. Not even Uh, in the same place.
1: Dad tells him he will take it from here and as soon as Luke turns around his throat is slashed.
0: And I know it's dark so Louise can't see this. Right. But like he's got she's got to know something happened because you see Luke fall.
1: Right, into the hole. Yeah. But she can't do anything immediately because Luke's dad's got to drive off so she's not noticed.
0: Ah. Uh, this is just so messed up.
1: Yeah, because of course Luke's dad goes right back to his the squad car and gets in and drives off.
0: And he's kind of, I don't know, kind of crying? I guess. I guess I should feel good that, you know, his dad's not just like, eh, idiot, and like, drive away, but still. Right.
1: Yeah. He seems upset, but all he's doing is saving his own neck, I think. Yeah. But, of course, if he thinks Joseph's going to be pissed if they find out that Robert's dead, then... Why are you getting rid of your son now? At least you would have a way to point the blame at the culprit.
0: Oh, you mean like offer him up? Yeah. Oh, that's messed up.
1: Well, killing him's messed up. That's true. (laughs) So, yeah, I wasn't real uh, in with his decision there to go ahead and kill him now, because I think if Joseph finds out Robert's dead, he's going to be pissed and take it out on... All of them? Yeah, a whole lot of
0: them. Guess we will find out.
1: Yep, so we go back up top where Alice asks what that was, and Joseph tells her that it's her
0: disease.
1: Great. evolution of her
0: madness. Great. How much crazier is this shit going to look? It's
1: not good enough to put a knife in it. It will heal itself and grow back.
0: It only happened because you were poking around in her brain.
1: That's right. It needs to be extracted. I can do it for you. Just say, Joey, cut off his head.
0: I think she's so horrified at this point, it's like she would have agreed to anything.
1: Right. And we see her, and she's just sitting there shaking, petrified, and she kind of nods a little bit. Yeah, she'll do that.
0: So we get to go back down for a few more moments, because Louise sees Luke's father drive off, and then she drives over to the hole, and she she's you know walking with that walking stick. And she gets over and she sees him, like, holding his throat. And she kind of gasps and then hurries to go get something from the car.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know how he's still... how
1: Luke is still alive, I don't know. I'm
0: guessing, like, yeah, it was bad, but maybe it wasn't quite as deep as his dad thought it was. And so he's kind of with his hands up.
1: Right. So maybe
0: she's going to get, I don't know, some bandages to kind of put pressure on to get him to hospital or something. Yeah. Let's hope she makes it. Right. But...
1: Because, of course, if Luke lives, then his dad's in all kinds of shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, I guess we could say, well, who are they going to believe? Right. Luke or his dad? You
0: just tried to kill me. I got yeah. a witness. Yeah, you told me to bury this body. I'd totally bury him at that point.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would have dro- drove off. I would have probably finished the job then drove off. Yeah, but, oh. yeah fortunately he didn't. So we're back upstairs with Zoe, Edie, and Evelina sitting by a fire with, of course, a picture of the two daughters above it.
0: Creepy. Thanks. I honestly thought the daughters were going to look more like Alice and Zoe, though. Right.
1: Now, of course, Edie is still puzzled about what Zoe did, so she asks, does it help? And Zoe nods her head yes. And then Edie makes a comment about Eating one's own flesh being a biblical sacrament.
0: Taken too literally.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: like, well, she's not wrong.
1: And then tells her, I'm really starting to like you.
0: I know. It's just like, what? You make no sense.
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't see that Zoe and Edie have anything in (laughs) common.
0: I don't think Zoe sees it either.
1: No, she doesn't. And then we see Aldous and Smart Mouth come into the room, followed by Joseph and Alice. And Joseph says, let's toast. As Zoe sees Alice and actually says her name, all the others get up and grab a glass.
0: Yeah, Zoe's just like, no, Alice, no. No, no, no.
1: Joseph says, to the family. And they all repeating, to the family. And we cut to Alice, who... Says family and downs her drink as Joseph watches.
0: And she was looking at Zoe. So yeah. I don't know. Do you feel like it was, okay, I'm doing this for you.
1: Well, I don't think she's going to leave there without Zoe. So yes, I kind of do feel like she was doing that for Zoe. Okay. She was, she already made it perfectly clear. She wasn't going to leave without her sister. So. And I think after what she saw, she might be uh, a little more open to, uh, Joseph saying he can get rid of that thing madness out of her. So that's a little scary. Yep. So yeah, it's not looking good. They're both in the house.
0: Yeah. I mean, Zoe's fighting though.
1: Well, she's fight. I don't know if she's fighting them or she's really fighting herself and. Does that really mean that he got rid of it for her? And that's what I think is going to actually convince Alice that, no, he didn't fix Zoe. Okay. So don't let him do the same thing to you that he did to me.
0: Well, I mean, I guess we're going to see. How,
1: yeah, how we're going to wrap this up with Luke may live, but how is he going to be in any kind of shape?
0: Oh, man. Only two episodes two, left?
1: Right. Come up the stairs to try to help. or Same with Louise. I, I just don't see them. I mean, they may be able to help once the girls get down the stairs, but, yeah, they're on their own, I'm afraid.
0: Oh, my gosh. What do you guys think? This was this is crazy, and how the heck are they going to wrap it in two episodes? So shoot us an email with your thoughts at scifitalk at com. Let us know... Rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform that you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Send us a message via Facebook or Twitter what you guys think, because this is so weird. And I don't know where they're going.
1: Yeah, it's even harder because you don't... It's harder to figure out what the where the hell they're going with this. Yeah.
0: Well, tell your friends. I've been telling everybody about this season because it's so messed up. And... Uh, We do hope you're enjoying the podcast, of course. So, let us know. Let us know! Let us know! But for this... (laughs) Yeah, I
1: I have a feeling this may not have an ending like the last one did, where the the girls got out and were saved.
0: Oh. You may actually
1: see this end badly.
0: Interesting. Well, let us know what you think. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangerless.
1: And I'm Steve. This house is a lot bigger than it looks on the outside.